0: Do you know who I
1: am? I'm Ruby Breastnut! The following program is intended for mature audiences only. It contains realism, truth, and opinion.
2: Nothing you would ever want your children finding out because then they'd accuse you of being a spineless brainwasher. You must be over 18 to listen to this broadcast. Consider yourself warned.
0: Here kitty, kitty, kitty.
2: As we continue to bid farewell to 2011 with a bang, tonight we'll bid it farewell with a pussy pussy bang bang. We're talking to the world's greatest sex comedian and queen of party porn music Ruby Breastnut. This is the Fabulous D show, and it starts right now I had a dream.
1: <laughs>
0: it's still It's still the biggest and best. It's the fabulous D show. <laughs>
2: Never ends, does it?
3: Quando quando
2: all that space. Oh, oh god, me.
1: while you have something in your mouth, let me get a word in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Chicken, go get the chicken.
2: You
1: bring this I'm... out of me. <laughs> You'd never start saying, who did they suck off? Look at that. I am a fantastic dancer. I'm not ringing my own bell. The fabulous D. The artist D. A template for talented energy. Some say superstar and others just say, holy moly. The day I grab my crotch, it'll mean it's falling off. Yeah, I'd stay away from him. (laughs) That's dangerous stuff right there.
0: I'd put some distance between me and him if I were you. Five piercings through her lips and ten piercings through each ear and her eyebrows were done and her nose was done and all sorts were done and I couldn't exactly chicken out. Oh, that sounds fun.
2: Good (laughs) (laughs)
3: God!
1: Jesus Christ. Don't white supremacists claim to be trying to save the, the white race because that's Jesus and God, right, aren't they? Isn't that what it's all oh, about? Right. Oh, exactly. Well, it's how nuts is that? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Hello.
2: I've been in bed with Dee and it was so good. Hello.
5: Oh. Can I say that on here? Watch out, oh.
2: We apologize for the interruption from tranquility and repetition. However, our little chats are most important, don't you think? Good evening, London. Good afternoon, Los Angeles. Good morning, Australia. Coast to coast, continent to continent. Everywhere in between, this is the fabulous D Show. The show for anyone with a brain in their head. I am the artist D, and that over there in her corner is Vanilla Child. Hey, hey. What's up? Oh, everything. Everything and... and Nothing. What it do? What, it do. <laughs> what have you been up to this week?
6: Um, Nothing, really. No? You know, Just a, same old, same old.
2: A chill, tranquil a, week?
6: Um, Kind of, yeah. Just taking care of kids. Trying to make sure they get to school every day. We got our Christmas
2: tree. Oh, is it a big Christmas tree? No, it's a it tiny one. Tiny? It's cute. Is it like... Charlie Brown or medium or what?
6: Well, not quite Charlie Brown, but that's what they were calling it, our Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's about as
6: tall as I am.
2: Oh, well, then that's a perfectly fine-sized Christmas tree.
6: And it's skinny. I love it. It's, it's like, thin. It's, it's nice and slender.
2: It's the vanilla latte tree. Yes, exactly. A, a skim latte, I should say. It's also pretty. Nice. Is it all decorated now and you're all ready for, uh, for next week?
6: Yes, we are ready for Santa to arrive.
2: That's lovely. Santa.
6: Yes, I forced my kids into believing in Santa.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sure we'll we'll have to discuss a bit more of that next week. Definitely, with Nick. (laughs) Old St.
6: Nicholas will be here. Old St.
2: Nick is coming to town, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I'll need to promo that.
6: (laughs) Definitely. In fact, I'll find a picture of Old St. Nick and see if I can do some photo magic
2: good idea that would be lovely because I only have that one picture that we've been using for him over and over again It's like, is he in a dress
6: in that he's picture? not no
2: I couldn't use those I'm not allowed to use oh. those Oh. I was told specifically no dress photos although I think by now he doesn't really care
6: I, probably not if he's drunk he won't care let's get him drunk
2: well I think pretty much it's a given he will be since he's been drunk listening, I doubt he'll not be drunk while talking. We need to get
6: him over here.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
6: For a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, a female <laughs> photo shoot.
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll dress him up.
6: Mm hmm. Gonna dress him up with our love. Uh,
2: I so thought of that, too. <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> I was gonna say something to that effect.
6: You think it, I say it. I know.
2: <laughs> I heard that they're messing up Facebook again.
6: Oh, my goodness. You know what? I think it's about time to delete that bitch. That Tumblr thing is pretty cool. Isn't it, though? It is. It's kind of just like Facebook, but without all the drama.
2: Pretty much. And it's like closer to a blog.
6: Yeah, and it's it's like if Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter all had a baby and yes. somebody, somebody got it right.
2: Yes, you just can't um, comment, which is the only thing I kind of am not digging you, you just you can't leave a comment you can like something you can reblog something and i guess in in this culture that's all that they need to do is you know they gotta like so that's all they care about
6: well you know what some of the comments that people leave and, and I'll, I'll admit i'm guilty of this at times it could really be done without so,
2: so very true maybe the
6: lack of commenting is a good thing
2: it could be maybe commenting is just so 20th century I wouldn't miss it. I took a, a peek at Jay Baker's Facebook because I think he switched over. I did too. New.
6: It's really kind of creepy.
2: But oddly, yours was not showing up for me. So I looked at his and that is kind of creepy. And it's very discombobulated MySpace.
6: That's what I was works. thinking. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I thought when I saw it. I was like, wait a minute.
2: Is this his MySpace? But no, yes. it was a Facebook link. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to that at all. But I am enjoying the tumbling. I've been tumbling all week.
6: Well, it's not Facebook anymore, I don't think.
2: Well it's not. It's, it's
6: they took away they stripped it of everything that made it what was so enjoyable about it.
2: Yes, it's some kind of strange thing now. It is
6: strange. It's odd. It Mark Zuckerberg sold out. That's what it comes down to. Well, that,
2: that usually is how it goes.
6: I, I really don't like the idea of people being able to go back. And my, I mean, things in the past should be left in the past. And that's one of the things I always liked about Facebook. You know, if you wanted to see what I said a year ago, you'd have to scroll through fifty, sixty, eighty pages of, you know, what's going yes. on now. And
2: I don't like how it. Um, well, actually, I don't care. But I, I found it creepy. How they have it that you can go back to birth, as if you've had a Facebook from birth. Since birth, I know I saw that too. I thought weird. Well, just like you know, Jay's. It said something about ninety nine, ninety eight. I'm like, oh hell no, he was not on here <laughs> then. This did not exist then. Don't be fooling people. Don't be rewriting history. That Facebook. I know, and been then there's
6: in. like two thousand and three. <sighs> Is that when it was yes. invented?
2: Yeah, it was round there, Around those parts ridiculous
6: so in 2003 the only thing
2: we should see is a bunch of harvard fucks right exactly exactly but it's just and i i think i'm i'll see this when i do it on my own it's only picking up what you've given it so far but for those people who have put their life in there and their entire history because obviously it's picking up you know the history stuff as far as your work employment and and uh, birth yeah, and all that and just putting it into a timeline but so it's a little weird. If anyone actually really put all of their info in there, it will be odd. Especially for people like Jay, who have been so many places, it was like, oh, yeah, and then he moved here, and then he moved there, and I'm stalking him.
6: But for Jay Baker, that kind of format might actually work for him, considering what he's trying to do.
2: Exactly. And he seemed I mean, to it's, like it. It's he not- was like, you know, come take a look at well, all that I've done, well, where I've been.
6: He he doesn't exactly have a, a personal page anymore. It's just a page, right? Right. So, yeah, most of what's on his page is pertinent to his business. And
2: exactly. Well, now it it's works really for him. the map of people, the map of a person's life, stalker material yeah. 101. I, and I think it's a great thing for pages
6: and businesses and things like that. But for the common user like us, I just... Don't
2: find it appealing or attractive. Correct. I don't either. And for the Tumblr, I set up a very special URL, one I've owned for a little bit now, for Tumblr that they can easily get to artistd.co.uk. It's it's a UK address in homage to my UK people. Because notice I pushed, I picked artistd, not the artistd, because over there they don't say the the. There you go. That's pretty awesome.
6: That is one of the nice things about Tumblr is being able to add your own URL.
2: And it made it so easy, well, in there. I mean, it was an option. It wasn't something you had to pay for anything. I didn't do it that way. I did it through my own own ways. But it was, you know, it, it could be done. And that's more to be said than blogger who no longer wants you to have a customized URL.
6: What a shame.
2: Yes, so what is, everyone what listening, is, go to artistd.co.uk and follow what me.
6: What is the Internet's coming to?
2: I don't know. I really don't. Something corporate. Very corporate. And, and just a quick note of how weird it is, I just said follow me. You know, it's okay to say follow me now. If I would have said follow me on the Internet in 1999, they would have called me an elitist bastard and told me to piss off. True But now it's okay to follow people like Jesus
6: <laughs> Does Jesus have a Tumblr?
2: I'm sure he does I bet he has several He should he really At least one Should
6: Try to find the real Jesus Exactly
2: Where's Jesus? <laughs>
6: yeah. We'll make it a new where's Waldo Where's he Jesus?
2: He can be wearing a multicolored red and white striped robe <laughs> There you go <laughs> And I hope everyone out there has gotten their new copy of Trans Living. I'm sure you have. I hope so. Absolutely. Number 36 is out, just in time for the holidays. I'm in it, if you haven't heard yet. If you've been under an artist D-Rock. If you buy
6: it for no other reason,
2: buy it for that. Buy it for me. Support a good cause just this once right it is a part of artisty history that's true and you can get it at transliving.co.uk another one of those uk addresses I'm very i'm feeling very european
6: <laughs> that's where we'll find you next
2: <laughs> probably yes and it's only seven british pounds or 20 u.s de niro
6: one day we'll find you atop of big ben
2: flailing waving i think so at least, I am the archistee. At least close to it. I don't know <laughs> if you can get on top of it anymore. I don't know if they do that over there. That would be awesome. But that would be. I'll be on something very tall, waving, in London. There you go. Very soon. I promise. I promise.
6: We'll put, we'll put you in a box like David Blaine and hang you above London. Well, there we go. That would be a great introduction.
2: As long as it's a glass box and I'm dressed fabulously.
6: Well, of course it would be a glass box.
3: Of course.
6: We won't leave you up there for 40 days, but... Thank you. you. Just just long enough that people are curious.
2: True, and then then, then it'll be on all the news stations, and it's everywhere, and it'll be fabulous.
6: That's right. There you go. See, we got this all figured out. Get ready, UK. Here he comes. Get ready, UK.
2: (laughs) Speaking of trans listeners and the UK... I also did want to slip in a little plug for TransTastic.com because they're they're just lovely, welcoming transgendered social networking. No sex, which is lovely.
6: Very Facebook-like.
2: A little bit, yeah, but not (laughs) but not like. But not in the obnoxious current obnoxious way. Yeah, very old school Facebook-like, actually. Very, very, and they're going to have a Christmas party next week, which I won't be able to go to. But it's a chat Christmas party, so if any of, of you people out there, transgendered or transgendered admirers, want to join in, you certainly may. There,
6: there you go. Absolutely. Something to do for the holidays.
2: Indeed. And and also you'll want to come on Christmas to digest here on the Fabulous D yeah. Show next week. And then I saw a big headline. Oh, the big headline. The big of the headline. Week. The war is over. Which one? <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. I don't know which one. I still don't know which one. Yeah. The uh, la- apparently, the last American troops have crossed the border from Iraq into Kuwait early Sunday, ending the U.S. military p- presence there after nine years. I don't know. I'm, I'm slightly intrigued that it happened now at Christmas so that they can I... play that song, The War is Over.
6: Well, like I said, it's all political propaganda. We're getting close to election time. They want to keep Obama in office so they can hang him at the end of those four years. And, you know, they got to do something. They're taking them out of Iraq, but they're sending them other places like Syria, Kuwait, Afghanistan. So, yeah, the war is over in Iraq, but only so that we can go start a war in other
2: places. Indeed, and, and it's very fascinating that they dropped this piece of, of fluffy news right at, on this week before Christmas, so you, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling, and of course you know, people think, oh, it's over, and oh, let's get Bobby home for Christmas, and thank you. Obama
6: did it, yeah, yeah exactly. I know, that's exactly what they wanted, and because of it, it's totally undershad- undershadowing the rest of what's going on, the real deal, what's going on. So people like, uh, like unlike us, aren't
2: thinking, hey,
6: you know, this war is over, but why? So I mean, that we can move into other places.
2: The super interesting psychological part for me is that, I mean, it'll, it'll give somebody warm fuzzies at any time of year. But these warm fuzzies are the important ones, and these will stick with people. They're like, oh, he got home for Christmas, or he ended the war for Christmas. And it's special to them. It's just weird.
6: It is. It's a little strange.
2: Yes. And, and let's, I wonder what the
6: outfall will be. I mean.
2: Yes, let us not just, forget it was nine years.
6: Yeah, we suddenly nine pull out, and what are the Iraqis going to do?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Celebrate? I'm not sure.
6: I don't know. Blow us up. Who knows?
2: Exactly. And then there's people who actually know what's going on, or people who have people over there, and they're aware that, you know, it's over, but they're moving somewhere else. They're not coming home. They they still have this and this to do. They're still, like Karen just said in wildbunchchat.com, there's still some 4,000 still there. You know, it, it, there's, it's all those little pesky facts,
6: well, it doesn't matter. I mean, we could pull our troops out, but we're always going to have a military presence everywhere in the world. It
2: doesn't matter. It It is <laughs> the American duty, as far as they seem to believe.
6: Well, of course. But I, I think the point is, is that there will be no more fighting, Yeah, which is fine. But, you know, we still have to protect ourselves somehow. So we're going to leave a few there, of course.
2: Of course.
6: Um, but we do. We have military stationed almost... Every corner of the earth,
2: so well, it doesn't we're surprise Paranoid me. bastards, and you know. Oh, well, of
6: course we are. We have to be because we're greedy, and you know. I do know. We're the biggest destruction to this beautiful earth that we have.
2: Well, yes, we are one of those wonderful destroying forces.
6: We really
3: are.
2: But then yeah, on, really the, sure on the better, non-destructive side of things, I did see a, a lovely article that I just had to mention about the two-foot-tall woman. There is a woman who is two-foot tall. Wow. She is from India. She has been crowned the newest, shortest-living woman in the world, measuring 24.7 inches, that's 62.8 centimeters, and she is 18 years old. Wow, tiny. Can you imagine that's tiny. being two feet tall? I can't. And she's really, I really can't. She's thankful about it, and she looks so happy, too, because she's gotten to travel the world because she's two feet tall.
6: Well, <laughs> I guess that would make it worth it. Yeah, People right. would constantly think you're a little kid, though.
2: Exactly. Well, she looks very happy and says here that she's a budding fashionista who enjoys customizing her own clothes and jewelry to suit her tiny stature. She has also attended regular school since age four, where she sits at a very small desk in a very small chair. Someday she hopes to become a Bollywood film star. That would be interesting. Wow. Yes, I I just, like I said, that's just lovely.
6: Do you have have pictures that you can share with us in chat?
2: There was a photo, yes, of her smiling, getting measured, because they had to measure her three times throughout the day. To, they um, measure her three times. Yes. Well, you know, to get the record. Oh, okay. They had to monitor, like, I guess, I don't what are you going to, like, fluctuate between, like, 24 hour period? I didn't know that was possible, but. I, I
6: don't know.
2: Weird. Very weird. But I did post the link in chat just in case. And anyone listening, you can come into wildbunchchat.com where we are chatting and interacting while we do the show.
6: Hmm. Have to check this out. Yes. Sounds very tiny.
2: Indeed, and it 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 is. I just can't imagine. I I can't wrap my head around that.
6: Maybe Santa will give her a job as an elf.
2: Oh. Wouldn't
6: that be awesome? I think or she's maybe even she's a
2: bit f- too short for an elf.
6: Maybe she's a fairy.
2: There we go. That would be far more pretty and and fitting of a Bollywood star, a Bollywood fairy.
6: There you go. Sounds a lot more fun, too.
2: Yes. And did you hear that last week's Columbine show was quite interesting and uh, lovely? I
6: did. Congratulations. Well, well listened. That
2: was yes. amazing. Miss, Miss Nikki Corona hit the hit the nail on the head, and it's been quite the hit. I've been contacted by so many... Lovely people who, like, they've been, you know, involved with Columbine for so very long. I mean, I feel kind of cheap, you know. I, I studied it for like a month and jumped right in. But <laughs> they've been in it their entire lives. They're immersed in Columbine. And they approved. I didn't see, uh, they made a forum about it on their little um, RPG site. I don't mean to say little. It's not little at all, actually. But um, we have our own little little thread on a message board oh it's so 90s and I love that that is awesome an actual message board and everyone who commented I mean they had interesting debate kind of things going on but no one was like you know oh that freaking D misrepresented us and how dare they and <laughs> they were actually they, they I seem to I liked that, that a lot of them responded that I made them think and that's the point of what i do but i i'm really impressed when actually anyone actually thinks uh, I, yeah.
6: yeah that's exactly what we're supposed to do so that's great i heard we had thousands upon thousands, had thousands of downloads thousands
2: upon thousands and we're not kidding downloads yes
6: and did we break a we broke a listener record <laughs> too i believe Listen, right yes
2: we we had a live listener record broken we had the download bro- record broken i don't think any show has ever been downloaded that much even over a f- the five-year period. Wow. Yeah, I mean, mind if- That's amazing. Maybe, but I don't think so, yeah. So if you missed that show and you're listening tonight, please, when you're all done, go to com and download that as well. You'll want to, I swear.
6: It was definitely a good show.
2: Indeed. So speaking of interesting individuals, tonight we're continuing our December Madness the final countdown, it's the final countdown to 2012, and we're going out with a bang. woo But tonight, it's, it's a pussy, pussy, bang, bang, instead of just a bang. <laughs> so in just a few moments, we're going to give Ms. Ruby Bresna a call on the Fabulous D Show. Ruby is the world's greatest sex comedian and party porn queen. I am very awesome excited. Sauce. I have been waiting for this, I guess, my entire life, right?
6: <laughs> yeah, you've been waiting a long time.
2: <laughs> well, and I was looking at her first record, and it was in 2003, which is when I got it. So, literally, I, I have been a, a fan and uh, supporter of, of Miss Breastnut since oh three. That's a long time. That is a long time. And that is at least, you know, who knows what else I... I mean, how many other years I, I knew of her and, you know, you know that whole internet thing. So we'll come back and call Ruby Breastnut After these messages and a little song from her new album on the Fabulous D Show, broadcast live on Wild Bunch Radio, simulcast on Rainbow Mix Radio, come into wildbunchchat.com. To interact during the interview. We'll be back after this. The artist D and Villa Child.
1: From deep down in the groove,
4: reverberating into the depths of your inner being, you're listening to the rhythm of motion and the beat of the soul. Right here on WildBunchRadio.com.
0: This is Mac Danger from Swellin' Radio and also from Dead Cowboy Rebellion and Twin Rivers. You are currently listening to The Fabulous D Show with your hosts, the artist D and
2: B.C. Want more commentary and Easter eggs throughout the week? Fuck the Easter Bunny. Sign up for the Diva Newsletter at theartistd.com.
1: So I'm looking at balls. Next thing I know, he comes in my eye and he's out the door. Gone. You ever get come in your eye, Gabriel, hmm? Huh? It burns.
0: Some say superstar. Others say oh, 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 my. Go to www.wildbunchradio.com to donate now.
2: This is Becky Cannons so and listening to The Fabulous D Show. This is campus Christmas,
1: and it's mad as a box of frogs. And don't forget to sign up on transtastic.com, the most fabulous, transcendent social network site in the world.
3: show was kicking an ass and taking me.
1: What is this? back with Benny Hill.
2: Trans Living International, supporting the TG
1: community since 1980. My name is Stacy Novak, and my website is www.chinaliving.co.uk
2: Trans Living International exists to provide support and information on all aspects of cross-dressing and transgendered lifestyle.
1: On the home page of our website if you can sign up to our forum and you do need to be very specific in the area that says punish your PG interest. So you can say I heard Stacey on the radio and that will get you in. Also, you can email me at at transliving.co.uk. All the information is on the website. Trans Living
2: Magazine is the world's largest transgendered lifestyle magazine.
1: And of course, if you would like to buy the magazine in America, it's www.maginc. So no, that's M-A-G-S-I-N-C.com, Or you can call Mark toll-free on 800-359-2116, and that gets you a copy of the magazine.
2: Trans Living is published three times a year, every 1st of April, August, and December. Find out more about Trans Living International and Trans Living Magazine at www.transliving.co.uk. Join Frankie D. over the rainbow at the end of The Rainbow Show he's playing war era swing standards and pop classics frankie d is a doo-wop kind of guy and we love him to death it's the end of the rainbow show every weekday night on rmx visit rainbowmixradio.com to tune in and boogie to your heart's content Listen to Zoe's bits and pieces every Saturday night at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. She's got some enormous hits. Hits, I said hits.
1: <laughs> Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence?
0: Hold Alternatividde Videpå lyfta. Go to donate. Our artist D is fabulous. Now back to the fabulous D show on Wild Bunch Radio. Ooh,
2: It's the fabulous D show with the artist D and Vanilla Child. During that break, you heard a track from tonight's guest, Ruby Breastnut's latest album, Pussy Pussy Bang Bang. I hope you all enjoyed that. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, Without further hesitation, I guess we should get Miss Rube on the phone.
6: That would be awesome. I
2: need to figure out how to do that again. Here we go. Okay. Oh, we add, <laughs> add, 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 yes. Uh, da da da. Ruby Breastnut. Calling Ruby Breastnut. Very excited. It's ringing
6: yay
2: if she answers this this would go well
1: <laughs> please leave your message oh, for. No.
2: My, no answer on Miss Breastnut's line.
6: Wow, that's not good.
2: That's not good. This is the first time we've ever had a a guest not pick up the phone on the first try, so this is kind of exciting still, though.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Shall we try again?
2: We shall try again, yes, absolutely. She could be petting her pussy. (laughs) Let's hope. Qu- quite frankly. <laughs> okay. I've got to do this again. Okay, add to call. Oh, where? Where? Oh, for heaven's sakes. Yes, I want that person added to this call. Oh, Skype, you are totally fucking with me.
6: Gotta love Skype.
2: Indeed. Skype okay,
6: is not always our friend.
2: No, not always. Sometimes it treats us terribly. Other times... You know. I hear a dog in the background.
6: Yes, that's my <laughs> squeaker. If Ruby doesn't answer, we can always have her as a guest. We ca- Squeaking Chihuahua.
2: Indeed.
1: Please leave your message for.
2: That is just too bad. We cannot get a hold of Ms. Ruby Breastnut after all of that.
6: Wow.
2: Wow. This is a first.
6: This is a first. It is a so first. now what? We got this. Now what?
2: <laughs> well, you know, it is. Uh, the time zones run crazy with everyone. You never know. That's true. You never know. I mean, there was slight confirmation there, but I guess the professionals actually do a pre-call, you know, to make sure that they're on board.
6: <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> do that?
2: No, I've, not, I've never had to do a pre-call yet.
6: Oh.
2: I know. But we'll try again in a few minutes just to make sure. Okay. But in the meantime, I see some very good news in wildbunchchat.com. Which is? It looks like I'm going to be... Well, we're going to be a sandwich.
6: Between Miss
2: Zoe and Mac? and Mr. Mac Danger. Zoe's Bits and Pieces is moving to Sunday night, right before the Fabulous D show. She has made a decision.
6: That's pretty awesome. That
2: is pretty awesome. It might be New Year's Day, but we're not sure yet which day this will be happening.
6: Sounds like it'll be a lot better schedule wise for her.
2: I think so, because, you know, now she's she's lucky in love and all that business.
6: There you go. And it'll be earlier.
2: It will be earlier. And and then it'll be right before me. So you can actually tune into Zoe, and then you can tune into me, and then you can stay for mac and cheese, and your entire Sunday will be spent in front of your computer doing something worthwhile. Unlike That's how right. people spend it now in front of their computer doing something that may not be like Facebooking. Facebooking, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Karen's asking if Zoe's is an R rated show. I don't know. I wouldn't really say It R-rated. just depends on Zoe's mood. It's it's coming from an uncensored station, so you know you never know what you're gonna hear, but On the other hand, I wouldn't say Zoe is is very R-rated.
6: No, not too much. I mean, it's more,
2: perhaps, you know, because her, she has a video show, so you can watch her on Stick'Em while she's on the radio. And, I don't know, some people may may get kind of, you know, warmed up watching her. Just, (laughs) you know, looking at her. Not that she's, like, you know, dressed scandalously or anything, but... Zoe has been known to turn heads.
6: Yeah, she's quite the hot
2: one. Exactly. So, I mean, there might be some light. I would say, if I was going to put a stamp on it, like we love to do in America, it would have one of the the ones that just say TV, what, um, PG-13, slight language. I think the (laughs) only thing R-rated about Zoe may be... Randomly slight language, although she's not, you know, it's not the, not not like the language you hear here on the Fabulous D show, I don't think. No,
6: definitely not.
2: (laughs) I mean, she would have to actually be mad because she calls scammers, as in the people who leave, you know, disgusting spam emails for you to call them back that you've won a million dollars. She calls scammers and and, uh, then she might (laughs) swear a little bit. Although, you know, then she just calls them um, a prat. That's right. (laughs) Prat. You you bloody prat. You think I'm stupid? No, no, that's not. She was, do you think I'm stupid, dear? I'm not stupid. I know, you are a scammer. You are a scammer. And then the man with an accent on the other end is all... Well, what are you talking about? I can't hear you. I can't hear you all that well. Oh, you're breaking up suddenly. You're breaking up. <laughs> 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 when they could have heard you the whole time. Hmm. Uh, that's awesome. Indeed. It is awesome. So that will be exciting to have. Sunday will be packed. Sunday will be fierce, fabulous, and dangerous.
6: We should We should you prank have. call scammers.
2: We should. <laughs> let I leave that up to the the um, <laughs> expert on the matter.
6: You should just make prank calls, period. Well, true.
2: We we certainly could. Maybe we'll call someone else if we can't get a hold of Ruby Breastnut.
6: That would be fun.
2: It would be fun. Don't you just we love call- live radio? This is when it's really live. When something we could call. Oh, um, right.
6: We could call Diva. <laughs> we could indeed. <laughs> Or Tony Easy.
2: Tony Easy. Yes.
6: That would be exciting. Is, is
2: everything alright with, with Tony Easy? It looked like there was a little drama earlier this week.
6: Oh no, there's still drama. That's why it would be fun to call in.
2: <laughs> 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 don't get me involved. Oh,
6: I'm God. sorry, but at 20 years old, you don't tell your mother that you fucking hate her. I mean, by that age, you should be beyond that. and It's just not right.
2: Well, you know, it it doesn't really bother me that a child, or I mean, I don't mean a child. I mean, you know, someone's child, period, of any age, would hate their parent. That's fine. It's just just this wishy-washiness. You know, I'm very black and white. I'm extremely, Mm. you make up your mind. If I hate my mother, I hate my mother. And I'm not going to talk to my mother anymore, and that's it.
6: You don't love him one day and hate him the next, and that's been, I don't know. He just goes through these moods, and, and I always seem to get the brunt of it, and it, it gets to wear on you at times. Indeed. It really does. It
2: really does. It really
6: does. I'm trying, so.
2: to th- trying to think of how I describe this show after it's ready to, you know, post. It was the, <laughs> it was the non-Ruby Breastnut show. Well, we tried. We do try. We try, and let's try again. Okay. Shall we? We shall. Just in case, because I... And this is where I'm very black and white. Either Ruby Breastnut is on the show or Ruby Breastnut is off the show. Trying again, it just... It's not my nature. But I'll try again. One more time. One more time. At least her cat could answer the phone. But he doesn't have any <laughs> thumbs. Something. Da, 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 Please leave da, da, your message. Nope.
6: Wow. All right. Well, now.
2: Zoe wants me to call her son. <laughs> Is that? I I feel that that might be as dangerous as calling Tone Easy <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What's your relationship with your son, Zoe? And then I'll tell you if we're going to be calling him.
6: That would be fun. That'd Let's be call fun. her son.
2: Yes, yes. Well, first we need to know if it's drama. If it's not drama, we'll call her son. But if it isn't, do
6: we, do we yes. have Dan's number?
2: Dan, we don't have Dan's number.
6: Why do we not have Dan's number? I bet it's on his Facebook. Look.
2: I can't look because I, I have to be on a VPN when I go to Facebook. Oh, you and your VPNs, I'll yeah, look. So you look to see if Dan has a number because I will call him because I have a bloody subscription. Look at me, I'm already talking like, you know.
6: I want to talk to Dan. What's
2: <laughs> Dan's too. number. Let's see. I know he's on my Skype. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are dead people on my mm, Skype. On Skype? Time. No, he's not on oh, Skype. That's not good. He's, yeah. No, there's still dead people on my on my uh, Skype. That's not
6: good. No.
2: Well, you know, I don't believe in like getting rid of people.
6: Uh, you're hoping you're secretly hoping that one day they call you.
2: True. Well and once they yeah. died, I used to call them a few times. Just to <laughs> just to say. I, to mu- sure. I watched too I watch too much sci fi channel. Who are oh. these? I don't even know who these people are. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh wow, there's a lot of info for Dan, but I don't see any phone numbers. No
2: mobile. I mean, well, not we couldn't have his mobile, but.
6: What about the baker? The baker. It's called the baker, baker the butcher, the baker,
2: and the, <laughs> the candlestick maker. maker.
6: Oh, I just got attacked by a stink bug.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no.
6: That I just flinged across the room. There you go.
2: I'm asking. Oh, I oh, don't know why I'm typing Zoe's... it. I'm on the radio, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking to see just if. Find, if, if, find uh,
6: random people on Facebook, and that's just. Oh,
2: I know. I know. I'm asking if, if Zoe's son is. Uh, On a landline or mobile, because I believe we can only call out of, uh, oh, we can only call mobiles, I mean, not mobiles, landlines, out of the country. It's not in the subscription. So we could not, he has a mobile, so we cannot connect to the mobile, as they say over there, mobile.
6: So we can't call Baker either?
2: I I think Jody, I think Jody's changed her number. I would call Jody. (laughs)
6: <laughs> yes, let's call Jody.
2: You see, a, they're not on my Skype yet. Dead people are on here, so I can't be have written overridden someone or anything, you
6: know? What about Nick? Can we call him Nick?
2: That would ruin next week.
6: <laughs> Which that would be true.
2: <laughs> We've gotta save stuff I've gotta save somebody who answers the goddamn phone. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if Nicky's busy. We could talk about how wonderful her show went. <laughs>
6: <laughs> True, we could.
2: This is definitely one of the... I was, next week was supposed to be the barroom show, not this week. But here we are, sitting around right-
6: I know somebody we could call.
2: Hmm. Who?
6: He's fabulous. He would probably love to get a random call.
2: What we should call is that, that little... Gay boy of tones, actually. I'll have him on. Oh someday.
6: Jeffy.
2: Yes, Jeffy. I love how he keeps Jeffy. flirting on tone.
6: Oh I know. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> he probably would have his number posted too. Hmm. Probably. Let's see.
2: Yeah, I don't get to um I don't get to see his page. I didn't add him. I didn't want him to think I was, you know exactly how I am. <laughs> you know didn't want him to think I was myself Mm. let's see Hmm.
6: where was Jeffy indeed Jeffy Jeffy who wants Tony to
2: turn gay convert yes I wonder that's what I would like to interview him for uh, see if he's ever turned anybody It's like, this is like the vampires. Gay men are like vampires, always trying to turn another. (laughs) True. You are listening to The Fabulous D Show, live. Totally unscripted. Totally off topic. For Ruby Restnut is not picking up the phone. She probably thought it was 7pm PST. (laughs) Cause that's what I thought, you know. When I when I contact people, they're usually okay up until that point where they're like, "Eh, I, I'm kind of busy. I'm like grocery shopping at four o'clock." I'm, like, well, I'm sorry. That's all. That's all as good as I can do. Sorry, cause it is like you know midday over here. We just much like Leno. We just pretend it's the middle of the night.
6: I know. Lately, it's been feeling like it's midnight when it's only like six o'clock. Yeah. Well, that's fine.
2: I'm okay with it feeling late, early. We could call Rose. Rose. She's got a lot to say. She's definitely got a lot to say.
6: Yeah, she does. She'd have you cracking up. I'm sure. (laughs) Or we could call Marcus.
2: Who's Marcus?
6: Marcus is my gay brother-in-law. Left Uh. my sister for... Oh, a man on their two year wedding
2: anniversary. I don't want to shock anybody. I think like, you'd enjoy it. Like actually. calling them up out of the blue and saying, I would like to discuss how you were once straight and now you're not and how that felt. And <laughs>
6: That would be awesome. You I know, mean, that's where I'd
2: go. Uh, you should do it. I just keep looking at my Skype thinking, what, who are these people? I don't know I don't know either
6: Sending you a number though if you want to try it
2: Is this for Marcus or
6: That's for Marcus Yes gay Marcus Did you
2: find Jeffy yet
6: I did find Jeffy but he's private I guess I'll have to go into Tone's profile If I am not locked out Which I probably am (laughs) 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 I'm sure by now He's changed his password. I'm sure. If he can even remember it, I don't know. Who knows?
2: Exactly. But that's what's so, supposed to be so handy about Facebook. Get people well, on the phone at any time.
6: True. Looking for Jeffy right now. Okay.
2: We find, Let me see. Find Jeffy. And if not, we'll call Zoe. <laughs> there we go. She's a willing participant. Uh,
6: Oh, password. He changed it yesterday.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just think that's hysterical. Why would you do Uh, that?
6: (laughs) uh, Because he's, you know, tone easy.
2: Indeed. He is tone easy. And we still love him, even if he currently hates you.
6: I will always love him. I gave birth to the little (laughs) shithead. But I just don't think it's right to come out to your mother and tell her that she's the worst mother in the world. He never had a mother, and he fucking hates him. hates me. I think that's wrong.
2: Or both of us.
6: I really think we should call Marcus.
2: I, I think Marcus deserves, like, a full 45-minute inter- interview, though. Well,
6: it's about what we have
2: left. True, true. You're right, actually. Well now they want us to call Frankie D. One of, <laughs> one of the fabulous Rainbow Mix Radio personalities. That would be fun too. Absolutely.
6: But now we're just looking for people to call. I
2: know. It's turned into one of those shows.
6: We could call Uncle Ray. He would love to be oh, on God, the show. No,
2: I don't want to call it <laughs> Uh, or vex money
6: put him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's all very good. Okay, let's try uh- to call Frankie D. You know, one time, once upon a time, Frankie D called me <laughs> without telling me that he was going to call. He tracked me down. Wow. Yeah. Like out of nowhere, I could get this call on the home on the home phone, and I just answer like <laughs> normal, and he's like. Is it D? Hi. Like it is D. <laughs> but who are you? He's like, it's Frankie. Although I, kn- I think I knew his, his, his voice. You can't forget that voice. So. That's we're funny. Just gonna call okay. Save number only. All right. Let's add Frankie D. He's host of uh, Over the Rainbow Show. On y- uh, Rainbow Mix Radio. He's also a lovely, lovely man and a lovely. Um, fan of
6: uh conspiracy theories
2: I don't know if he's that I've never heard him talk about conspiracy theories. Ah,
6: uh, he always posts stuff
2: Ooh, I was going to say Zoe Balls he's a great fan of Zoe Balls that too Karen says we ain't got enough time for Frankie <laughs> <laughs> how does why is it? doing that okay we're calling frankie d <laughs> hopefully we're not waking him up well it's okay he oh might hell? have woke me up once hello it, it's it frankie
5: who's this this is the fabulous d oh how you doing pretty good you're, you're on... a weird phone number what kind of phone number is that talking to me a short...
2: Wait, I, i'm talking to you from skype with vanilla child and we're actually on oh, the air i see Oh, I see. We're we're on the air because <laughs> Karen wanted to call, call you. Oh, you're
5: on the air now?
2: We're on the air right yeah. now, yes. Our show completely failed tonight, so we're just calling random people, and Karen said that you would be perfect. To do what? I don't know. Just see how you're doing. Oh, how okay. Are how are you doing? Okay. Well, that,
5: Vanilla Child? That is Vanilla Child. Yeah.
2: Who else would it be?
5: Well, I don't know. You know, the... Uh, the Artist D most many, many, many folks. Indeed. <laughs> so Anyone.
2: Are, are, are we interrupting yes. anything?
5: No, no, not at all. Not at all. I was just reading stuff on the Internet. Fantastic. So you were,
6: n- so you were yeah. not tuned into the Artist D show?
5: No, I was
2: not. Oh, well. Sorry, I was, was not. All right. That's all right. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> See that's, that's how you would know I'm calling, but that's all right. Yeah. So, so you, are you still on, on Rainbow Mix with your Over the Rainbow show? Oh, yeah, no, sure, absolutely. And, and is that... Uh, do you have a scheduled time for that anymore, or just random?
5: Yes, I do. I'm on um, from uh, Wednesday to Friday at 8 o'clock to midnight, or as long as there's people around to listen. And Saturday from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., uh, and, that's, and that's all Eastern time. Fabulous. And it's the best show. Hi. I love it. Yeah, and we're still... Um, we're still trying to change radio. That's what we're doing, trying to change the nature see. of radio.
2: Well, all you guys over that at Rainbow Mix are
5: just awesome. and Yeah, and well, thank you. So so yeah, we are tra- we, we're looking around for somebody like us, and we're not finding anybody, so I guess we're unique.
2: It's just us, exactly. <laughs> so are you ready so for the uh, holidays? Are you, do you do the holidays? Yes, I, I did all my shopping about...
5: Well, it took me a little while to find out what everybody wanted, but I was done shopping in about 20 minutes. Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got out on Amazon and just bing, 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 bing. And, and, I and I even bought
2: myself stuff.
3: There you go. I was just going to ask, what, did you,
2: what do you want for Christmas?
5: <laughs> uh, what do I want for Christmas? Well, usually, uh, usually books, but it's hard to surprise me because uh, I usually tell people what I want. Like books, DVDs, CDs, I'm, uh, I'm uh, what can I say? I'm media-oriented. I, uh, I, I, I like to read and I like to watch movies and Indeed. listen to music. That's what I do.
2: Sometimes surprises are just not worth it. Yeah. It's better to get what you want.
5: Yeah, That's right. I, well, well, actually, what I, what I do is, uh, I, I even do this with my children and with my ex-wife. I tell them, tell me about five things you want. And I promise you'll get, like, two or three of them. And this is a little bit of a surprise going on. There you go. Very true. And sometimes, because of what they tell me, I can guess maybe that I can buy them something else. Indeed. You know, based on what they say they want. So I can completely surprise them. There you go. See, so that works out pretty good. Very good. So, uh... Well,
2: uh, we we just wanted to say Hi.
5: (laughs) Well, uh, what happened to the show anyway? What happened? You were supposed to have a guest? Did you well, get we get
2: the We were. We were supposed to have Ruby Bressnet on tonight, and she has not answered her phone yet, so... Uh,
5: boy. Yeah, oh, boy. she's okay? I hope so. <laughs> this is the first <laughs> time this <laughs> has yeah. ever happened.
2: Yeah, we've never had a, a person not pick up the phone
5: before. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's, that's not good. good. Hey, so you want to talk about something? I'll be a guest. Sure. Pick a subject.
2: Hmm. Pick a subject. Vanilla, any ideas, (laughs) any subjects on your mind? No, 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 Uh,
5: you pick the subject. See, challenge me. Come on, give me something to do here. Come on.
6: How about this pulling the troops out of Iraq?
5: Well, um, do you really want to know what I think?
2: Uh, We really want to know what you think, yes.
5: Okay, well, what I think is that for the guys who were there, okay, the guys who were there right now are very glad to come home. But the guys who were there and already came home are wondering what the hell they did. This is going to be like Vietnam for them, like Vietnam was for me.
3: Mm.
5: Like, what do we do when we waste our time? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, okay, well, now. let's go. It's like, uh, you know, walking off the field in the seventh inning. Mm. There's something Mm. wrong with this. We didn't win. We didn't lose. We didn't accomplish what we set out to accomplish. And now you're going to have a lot of very unhappy men. And people are going to say that they are drinking and drugging and committing crimes and going homeless and becoming insane and killing themselves and stuff because of the war they were in. But it wasn't because of the war they were in. It was because of what the government did to them. Mm. And and that's terrible. We have to stop doing that. We have to stop doing that. You don't want to win? Don't get in the war true, because we didn't um, really, I guess I'm we sorry. didn't
2: really win, you know, basically, I mean
5: was... You know, we have to say, look, we're going to war because we want to do A, B, and C and when we have finished doing A, B, and C, we're going to come back and that's the way it has to be you can't do this to grown men, I mean, uh, you know, when when you go to the VA in New York City they'll have a huge mural that goes all the way around the wall on the on, I believe it's like the 10th floor where you go to get paperwork. And around the wall, they have a picture of these men sitting around. Like, first on the left side, these men are like sitting around. They're on the sidewalk. They're in the alleys and whatnot. Then in the middle, they're wearing a uniform, and they're battling it out on the battlefield. And on the right-hand side, they're back in the alleys and back on the street again. And underneath it says, we take these men from our streets. And we send them off to war and we put them back in the streets again. Mm. And that's what they do to us.
2: Very true. That's what
5: they do to us. Very true. And they that's kind of they lost,
2: lost their objective over the nine years. Yeah. They were just kind of muddled, yeah. muddling yeah.
5: So, along. So, whatever may happen geopolitically, you now have hundreds of thousands of unhappy men and women who feel once again like we were just, you know, pawns on a political chessboard. And, and you know, I don't know what that means. In other words, you know, what does that do to America as a whole? I don't know. But that particular group of people has been devastated by this. Some of them don't even know it. They don't even know it yet. They're going to find out over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years.
1: Some That's of them. a shame.
5: And a lot, I you know? guess,
2: are just being relocated to different Upcoming possible altercations, it sounds
5: like. Well, see, but most of these guys are volunteers, which means that um, they will be given incentives to get out Uh. since this is over. In in other words, if if we need all these men somewhere, then they'll go somewhere. Because a lot of these guys are National Guard guys Mm. that were activated. So they'll just be deactivated and go back to their monthly meetings. But if they were active then they can't go back to bases that are already full of people, like, you know, for example, Fort Hood or uh, Fort Lewis, for example. Fort Lewis has X amount of men. It's all full. They can't send these guys back to Fort Lewis. What are they going to do, stand around? You know what I mean? They have to have something to do. So a lot of these guys are going to get incentives to leave. But that doesn't necessarily mean they want to. It just means war's over, and there's nothing for you to do in the Army anymore. So you might as well take some kind of bonus or something. Go back to college or something like that. But welcome to civilian life.
2: And I don't think they're very happy about that.
5: No, of course I mean, not.
2: That's, that's not what they want to do. Of, that's uh, not their career.
5: Not. You, know? you, you ever see these guys, they interview in the hospital? They interview these guys in the hospital. What are you going to do when you get better? Oh, I'm going back. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm afraid. going back. Because they feel like that's where they belong. is all about, you know what I'm saying, you know you don 't fight for your country, you fight for the guy next to you and so these guys are all at arm now, and they're like, well, what do I do now there's nothing like what I was doing there to do here they don 't have civilian wars <laughs> Not so yet. what do, you do become you know what do you do? become a cop I mean you know there's <laughs> only so much you can do when you, when you when you get out of the military I mean I, I sat around for a year. Mm. I sat around for a year. You know, what do I do now? And, uh, um, and then, of course, uh, you know, when you've got nothing but time on your hands and, and, and uh, you're angry at your country and all that kind of stuff, you know, well, what are you going to do? You start getting high again. Right. You know, you, you say you're not gonna but you do. <laughs> and, you know, you start getting high again. And, uh, and there I was, right back on the uh, merry round again. You know? Right but, but it really affects you when you watch. And, and I watched Vietnam deteriorate, you know, for four or five years before they actually pulled out and just ran yeah. off and turned tail, you know. Mm-hmm. But I knew things other people didn't know. Yeah. You know, I, I knew, for example, that we were sending weapons back to the United States. Uh, and we were sending weapons to the South Vietnamese as early as 1970. Because that was part of my job. In other words, you were getting ready to leave. Right, yeah, and you saw that. Even before Nixon was re-elected, mm. we were getting ready to pull out. Wow. See? Uh, and, and so, you know, you, you don't think, though, you don't think that that's what they're doing. You don't think that that's why this is happening, because you don't know the facts. Then a few years later, you say, oh, that's why, that's why I was mailing white right to Okinawa. I mean, rifles are coming in, right? right? They're coming in. The next day, they're going out to to, to uh, Okinawa. You know, what are we sending rifles to Okinawa for? Right. We're leaving Okinawa, not to send them here to send them there. Hmm. But uh, that's
2: what they were doing. Yeah, I don't and, think people realize what uh, you know how how detrimental that is for someone, especially to have been there for so long, um, or for sort. Either yeah. way, that's, that's their career. do yeah, they get you
5: know, along. Those guys, could, I, I believe they were doing, probably had a three term limit. Mm, right. When we were in Vietnam, we had a one term limit. You could re enlist one time. A few people did three times, but the people that did three times had to be specialists in something. If you're just an ordinary ground pounder or a cloak or something, maybe you did two times. That was it. These guys are doing three times because they want to.
4: Right.
5: They're professional soldiers, they're all volunteers
2: exactly
5: Yeah, that's, what do they do now
2: people have no idea that that's basically exactly what they are professional soldiers and that's what they do and that's now, right. now you've taken the job that's away
5: right. that's right and also by the way you know just because they pay you doesn't mean you don't want to do it you know uh, uh, a lot of people don't realize this but almost all the mercenaries in the world are, are democratic mercenaries in other words they're like anti-communist they're anti-totalitarian they're anti-muslim they're going any tell you, any dictatorship, you'll find mercenaries fighting, more often will be fighting the dictatorship down on the side of the dictatorship. The dictatorships can't find people. They can't pay them enough right. to fight for them. You know what I mean? They have to, like, recruit them at gunpoint. And, you and know, you'll find, like, for example, horror stories in Africa where they come to take the children away and shoot the parents so the child has no reason to stay. Oh, yeah. and, and and they do this in africa and and uh so so the point is that even though you're paying somebody, they're fighting for freedom for somebody. It's true, they do you know? seem
2: to believe in it absolutely
5: yeah, and you you can get faked out i mean i'm not saying I'm not saying that uh I fully believe that everybody's involved in the Iraq war, you know on the government level anyway was interested in freedom for the Iraqis. Mm. I'm sure everybody had their own particular reason. Might have been oil for somebody, might have been businesses for somebody else. You know what I mean? Everybody has different motives. But the soldiers themselves just wanted the Iraqi people to be left alone.
4: Right. You
5: know? that's, that's That's what the Vietnamese people told me. That's what the Vietnamese people told me. They just wanted to do whatever they were doing and not be bothered by the Viet Cong asking them for money. And making their kids go fight, you know what I mean? They just wanted it to be over.
2: Right. That's all they wanted. Yeah, it seems like the, the Iraqis want the same, you know, they just want to get on with things.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's what most people, see, that's what, that's the difference between freedom and, and uh, authoritarian and totalitarian governments. When you're in a revival of totalitarian government authoritarian government, they're liable to come and knock on your door for anything, any time. So in a sense, you never feel left alone. you sure. can't be powerful enough to say no, not today you know what I mean They're there that's it you're going you, everybody goes when the whistle blows like the saying goes <laughs> so, but, but,
2: so what do you think you know, about, you have, what do you think about this yeah, um, the the new law that they just uh, signed in about uh, detaining Americans in this country did you read up on that at all?
5: Yet? yeah and I'm not sure exactly. Um, whether or not the law has any conditions under which that is going to happen,
2: right? I, I, in
5: other words, does it just say from now on the army can make civilian arrests, right. or does it say in the event of, for example, civilian unrest or right. acts of terrorism, or you know, that's the part I haven't heard anything about.
2: Right? Yeah, I haven't looked into it too much, but they've been all a buzz about that lately.
6: I, I saw a little bit of the speech, and it sounds like mostly what he's talking about is, is the detainees at Guantanamo Bay. They want to set up some kind of law to keep them further. And, um, but the way I took it was that it could eventually seep into you know, civilian life, whereas if you're even suspected of, of getting ready to commit a crime, they can come and just detain you indefinitely.
5: Well, and, the problem with these things, the problem with these things, I can think of two great examples. When they set up a special prosecutor, the Democrats set up a special prosecutor to go after Nixon. Everybody thought it was a great idea. Well, now we can get Nixon, and he can't fight back because we got a new super weapon to get him with. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, when it was the Republicans' turn, they got a special prosecutor to go after Clinton. Nice. And everybody hollered and the screamed, they went crazy, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. But the Republicans or well, less, said it was okay when you did it to us, and now we're doing it to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: See, that can happen down the road. In other words, if somebody wants to use this for a political weapon, it has been handed to them.
2: Right.
5: Absolutely. It may not be a political weapon now, but let's suppose, for example, we use this weapon now, and we take care of the Muslim problem, and we take care of these terrorist problem, and uh, we take care of all of that. Everything's all cleaned up now and it's now 2025 or 2050. Well, now we've handed that weapon to some maniac. Exactly. You see? And all of a sudden soldiers are kicking down your doors uh-huh. like it's 1771.
2: Yes. Do you think that given that order, would the soldiers detain their own people? You know, would they follow that no, order? No, I don't,
5: you know, I I don't know for sure, you know, I remember, I was in the Army during the riot periods, you know, like Detroit and Chicago and stuff like that. And um, we were confined to the Post when they were rioting in Detroit, uh, you know, in case we had to go there. And um, one of our guys did go there. And basically what he did was he sat in the supply van, and if anybody needed parts of some kind... He was supposed to give them out and keep records and whatnot. And um, uh, when he came back, he said, he said, they just gave me a pistol. I never did anything for anybody. Uh, they didn't ask me for anything. And in four days, I was back home. But we were all sitting around the fort waiting to go. There was a possibility we would actually go to, go to Detroit and maybe have to detain or actually shoot civilians, like, say, looters or something. Hmm. Or say we catch a guy setting fire to a car or, you know, uh, assaulting a man or a woman or something. Might actually have to shoot somebody. And and I was sitting next to one of my my uh, lieutenants. He was a real young guy, you know, new out of uh, OCS. And we were watching the stuff on television. And I said, tell me something, uh, Lieutenant Montoya. If, uh, if you really want to shoot somebody... Like, hit somebody in the face and shoot him in one of these riots here. You think you could do it? He, he, said, he said, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what can you say? Hell yeah, I can't yeah, wait.
3: Yeah.
5: You know what I mean? What are you going to say? But when it's your turn, right. then it's like Kent State. You know what I mean?
2: they were yeah, like f-
5: supposed to be shooting, and they shot. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, the, the way I interpret the story of Kent State is that somebody fired... And then anybody else thought that since somebody fired, there must have been an order to fire. Right. So everybody fired. That's how quickly these things can happen. Mm. That's how quickly these things can happen. So it's, it's a very risky business. You know, uh, like Rush Limbaugh says, the Army's job is to, is to break things and hurt people. <laughs> when you turn the when you, when Army loose on other people, sometimes it doesn't matter who they are.
2: Yeah, that's fact, what I thought. To to an order it. is an order. They would just, you know, follow
5: that order. Yeah, we're, we're here to do what we learned how to do. Exactly. And see, that's why I'm saying it's a very dangerous thing, you know? Because you can get soldiers that say, you know, I'm not doing this. You're crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. But but I think they're pretty rare because they're under all that peer pressure and everything, you know? They're under that kind of pressure to... Uh, to um, to say, well, okay, everybody else is doing it, I guess. I, I can't be the only one that doesn't. You know, at, at Me-Lai, there was only one guy that refused uh. to shoot civilians. Hmm. That was horrible, you know? I mean, to me, my, interpreta- my interpretation of Me-Lai was they should have punished every single one of them.
3: Hmm.
5: I mean, you know, depending on the circumstances, but every one of them was individually guilty. Hmm. And this idea that nobody was guilty to give a following orders, well, man, that's two-thirds right for me. <laughs> that, that was scary. Yeah. They should have punished every one of them guys. Mm-hmm. You know? And one guy actually shot himself in the foot. Oh, and said, nice. I ain't doing this. Wow. One guy. Everybody else went along with him.
2: Hmm.
5: Wouldn't have been me. I wouldn't have done it. No. I know I wouldn't have done it.
2: Interesting.
5: I know I wouldn't have done it Whatever. I would have told them, right, i do whatever you want to do to me, but I am not shooting anybody today. And that would have been it. Oh. And uh, they had to issue a memo afterwards. They read the memo. You know, like the patent apology, they read the memo to us. Right. You know, you are no longer required to obey any orders that you fight morally or blind. Mm. And uh, that's what happened as a result of that.
2: Very interesting. So now, you are in New York, so what is your, and, and I know you have a different opinion than than some of us on the Fabulous D Show of, of what's been going on lately, but what is your view of, of this whole Occupy Wall Street
5: deal? Well, look, I can understand your frustration mm-hmm. and I think they should have been a little bit more subtle and sophisticated mm-hmm. and um, hanging out in tents. I I, 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 I I, didn't get that. I just didn't... I, I couldn't understand what they were doing because it wasn't like they were getting up to do something yes. or they were organizing in order to make some sort of massive effort, you know, like maybe build floats for a parade or something. Right. You know what I mean? They were just hanging out in the park.
2: Well, and, and I mm. think it sounds like you saw a lot of angles of Vietnam as well, and that might... I mean, there's a lot of connection there between protesters today and then kind of in that way. Well,
5: uh, see, the thing is, the protesters of that time
2: right. did things. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying, is that you see that this, this contrast of what are you doing
5: sitting there when, you know, back then, we, well, they if,
2: actually did something.
5: Well, if you're if you're trying to say that this was just like, say, The protest of 2011, as opposed to the protest of 1968, Mm. I would say that um, that doesn't even make sense to me. Because that's not the kind of world we're in. True. Where you just sit around and squat and call that a protest. Mm. You know what I mean? We're in a slam bang, zip boom, MTV, (laughs) you know, split second kind of world.
3: Uh. You don't hang around.
5: (laughs) You know, you run around like crazy, you, you dance like, uh, you know, like a scene out of uh, fame or something, you know, everybody, they should have been dancing on the roofs of cars or something. I like that it. That would have been, you know, that would have been interesting. Yeah. That
2: would have. But, I think they should take your advice for that. I want to see that.
5: <laughs> you know? I do play, too. Yeah, play a lot of music, start dancing around, you know, do a couple of routines, you know, you know, something like those prisoners did, Thrower. Oh, yeah, they
3: you, you know? Are. Yeah.
5: Something like that. You know, demonstrate. That it's called the demonstration, right? So demonstrate something. You know, show me something. And you know what I found out, for example, in London, they did a little investigating. They found out that ninety eight percent of the people were not in the tents at night. Oh. They, they all went home and mm-hmm. went to sleep and came back and got in the tents again the next day wow so, yeah.
2: So, yeah the, the not, tent aspect we, we personally didn't understand ourselves
5: in a way that's kind of encouraging because that's like going home and coming back to demonstrate right so in a way that's kind of like the 1965 model you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. where you went home the next day you came back and you stood in front of the recruiting station or you stood in front of the city hall or you threw yourself in front of the railroad tracks, and then when the day was done, you and the cops went home. <laughs> so. You ate dinner, you rested up, you took a shower. You know, you came back for round two like uh, Ralph and Sam in the cartoons. Remember the uh, the sheepdog and the wolf? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. come out in the morning, say hello, and then he beat them up all day, and then they went home at night. <laughs> so I mean, that's 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 how you do it. I mean, that's how you do it right. Absolutely. Just hanging around like that. And besides, you know, they they began to look... See, that's another thing. They sort of defeated their own purpose. Because if you stick around a demonstration long enough, and let's say now you're an enemy of everything the demonstration believes in, and you want to interview people, and you want to take films of people, and make them look bad, your best chance of doing that is to stay with that demonstration as long as you can. So if you have people hanging around 24 hours a day, you're going to find the crackpots right. and the people that oh, can't successfully right. articulate what the issues are right, and stuff yeah. like that. And you're going to look awful for them by the end of the week or after <laughs> a couple of weeks or something like that. So in that sense, it wasn't even a very useful tactic hmm. to hang out in the park like that with all those people. Because, you know, you didn't have your best folks.
2: That's true, absolutely. Where I'm from, they se-
6: it seems hmm? to be like, where I'm from, it seems more like a homeless camp. But I agree, you go down there at night, and there is no one around. The tents are yeah. empty.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said for people that are homeless, and people that ought to be in shelters, and stuff like that, to make like a Hooverville kind of thing. That's a statement. That's a statement. Mm-hmm. But either I think you're a political demonstration, or you're a Hooverville, and I think putting the two together may not have been the best of ideas. May not have been the smartest thing to do. Uh, I mean, whether or not I agree with what they right. were, the point they were trying to make, anyway. True. You know. Right. I but, mean, but
2: uh, just the structure of of their. Yeah their goals anyway, you know, it yeah. just wasn't wasn't But I
5: have role. to say this, you know, mm-hmm. I have to say this. Uh at least people start talking about it. Yes. And people start talking about it and and some people not everybody of course but some people actually got to the real villain. Right. Which is the secondary education system. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that did this. And uh uh and now What we need to do is to figure out what can we do about the secondary education system. True. Because they're the ones that made this happen. Yes.
2: (laughs) All right, Frankie. Well, we're going to have to take a break here. And I guess when we come back, Zoe's going to be on the line. So we're going to say goodnight to you.
5: Okay. Thanks for All that. Right. Thanks, thanks, for thanks,
2: for, thanks for being on. Uh, thanks for being on impromptu. We uh, appreciate, uh, it. appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye a, for now. Have a good night. Bye, friend. Frank. Merry Christmas to both of you. You too. <laughs>
3: Merry
6: Christmas. Okay. Bye.
2: And that was Frankie D from Rainbow Mix Radio over the Rainbow Show. Just filling in for our our, our lack of guests and certain things tonight on the Fabulous D Show. <laughs> When we come back, I guess we're going to call not Zoe, but um, her new girlfriend, and then we'll 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 delve into um, maybe we'll get some scandalous stories or something. That would be (laughs) awesome. All right, we'll be right back on the Fabulous D Show, Wild Bunch Radio, The Artist D with you with Vanilla Child. You are listening to Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good
1: songs have gone. This is the station you've been waiting for all your life, because not anywhere can you hear what you want to hear when you want to hear it, because we play the greatest mix of your favorite kind of music, from yesterday's classics to today's biggest hits, and everything in between. We play the best music your mind has ever tasted. Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone.
2: And thank you for listening.
1: She's famous. She's funny. She's the artist D. Hi, I'm Samantha Renee from Sunrise and Sammy. Heard every weekday morning from 8 a.m. until
2: 12
4: noon Eastern Time. And you're listening to The Fabulous D Show on Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone.
7: No, I think uh, I think you you do a thing once and then you run like a thief. Держите альтернативные мысли
4: на воздухе. WildbunchRadio.com пожертвовать. Turn it up. Hey, what's going on? This is Tony Z, and I'm not here to talk about myself and my music, which you can hear on YouTube, Facebook, and Reverb Nation. Nah, I'm here to tell everybody to listen to the Fabulous D and Vanilla Child live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. What day? Sunday. What time? 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On WildBunchRadio.com. Where? WildBunchRadio.com. Or you can go to theartistd.com and click the fabulous d show what do they talk about the real question is what don't they talk about do they use bad language you're fucking right they use bad language so keep your kids the hell out will they offend you not as much as burning a bible and pissing on it to put the flames out so i think most people can handle it again sunday 7 p.m to 9 p.m eastern time wildbunchradio.com or go to the theartistd.com and click the Fabulous D Show. And while you're at it, you can head over to www.reverbnation.com slash Toneeasy T-O-N-E-A-Z-Y I'm out.
2: What's that smell? It's Psycho Sugar, my designer fragrance created by Good Judy. They came to me and they wanted the exclusive on the one and only scent for the artist D. And they did it. They have it. It's available now. Psycho Sugar at GoodJudy.com. Banana Brulee, Pineapple, Sweet Lime, Starfruit, Purple Fig, Champagne, Sugared Amber, Cashmere. Need I say more? Go load up right now at GoodJudy.com. Good Judy? Oh my god. Sent your world.
0: I'm gonna kill you, you little fucker! Time! One more stab! Mama's coming home!
1: <laughs> did you know listen to the Fabulous D show? You did? Well, tell everyone else. It's fabulous. And the artist D is too. Well done artist D, you're amazing! Five, four, three, two. Welcome back to the Ronnie Rose show.
2: Sit, sit we got a very special guest today. Well, 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 welcome back to the Ronnie Rowe Show. We've got a very special guest with us today. She's a big part
5: of the suddenly journal of
2: black oh your name Card. I'm not telling you. Hey, it's the Mr.
1: Blanco.
5: Obvious Show. Oh. <laughs> I just love interviewing people. I love talking to people a lot
3: like you do. Am I boring you? Thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you,
2: Ronnie. It's good to
0: be with you. Visit RonnieRow.com for more.
3: As you
2: know,
0: it's, it's very fashionable now. Having a bath at 6 o'clock in the morning played havoc with my pussy. Before Tad, I was just a robot. Visit wildbunchradio.com to donate to help robots like me.
2: You want danger, huh? I'll show you what danger is, baby.
0: This is Mac Danger and Cheddar from Soylent Radio where you can catch us every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for a four-hour mind-blowing audio thrill ride that'll rattle your head and rock your world right here on wowbunchradio.com. You have to fight for your
3: right to party all night. We play a wide variety of music, comedy, and randomness from some of your favorite artists, as well as independent artists from
2: across the globe you won't hear anywhere else. Plus, you never know who might drop in, or what chaos might ensue, and usually does, right here in the studio.
0: Warning, soul light radio may cause mind-altering effects with repeated exposure, and is not for the expletive impaired. So join us every Sunday for another absinthe-minded journey into new realms of reality that is slant radio. And if you're not tuned in, you might as well be listening to Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. We're fabulous.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll have two
1: martinis, please.
2: We're ferocious.
1: Well, I got a bunch of fucking rum in my craw.
2: We're delusional.
1: They'll walk up to me and they'll go, You knew D very well. Yes, I'd say witty and slutty. I would.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tune in to the Fabulous
2: D Show every Sunday night at 7 p.m. East, 4 p.m. West, and 12 a.m. Euro at theartistd.com.
1: Well we're off in the universe, but you guys bore us, so
2: goodbye.
7: Nun zurück to the D show.
1: And we're
2: back on the Fabulous D show, unscripted live radio surprise guest. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's right. We just heard from Frankie D, the fabulous. We were going to hear from Ruby Breastnut, but Ruby has been tied up. Uh-oh. Yes, I, I don't know with what, I don't know where, but I do suggest to all of you who are listening for Ruby Breastnut, you, you definitely need to download her music, buy her CDs. She's still fabulous. I don't care if she's on the show or not. She's still fabulous. That's I, right. I hold no ill will. But I can't wait to hear what happened, so you know, just say. I can't
6: I know. It better be I hopefully she's having sex. That is oh, the only nice. excuse.
2: <laughs> well, that is the only excuse not to listen to this show. So That's right. And knowing Ruby Bresna, she very well may be. Well, having thank sex. good for her. Absolutely. So come into wildbenchchat.com dot com if you're still listening. And I heard that Zoe's girlfriend wanted to talk to us. Yay. So I'm going to, I've not been given instruction. And by the way, it sounds like not only is Zoe going to be on Before Us, starting in the new year sometime, but she's also going to be restreamed onto Rainbow Mix Radio. So Sweet. She will also, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So let's give Zoe a call. Hopefully she's prepared for us and ready. And maybe either Alyssa's there or she can patch us through or something. At least I'm learning how to use Skype with this show. It's Not not all is lost. We talked to some fabulous people and I learned how to use this. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I don't know how to use this. Z, that would be at the bottom. Okay, no, no, more dead people. Okay, all right, there we go. Adding Miss Zoe Balls to the call. Calling Zoe. Let's, let's see if she answers. <laughs> that would be funny if she didn't, actually. Yeah. It's doing its little thing, although we can't hear it because it's an actual oh. straight call. Oh, oh. Do we have a Zoe? And um, um,
6: No, you yeah, have Alessa.
2: Oh, we have an Alessa. Fabulous. Hel-
6: hello, Alessa. And good
2: idea. It's so so nice to finally speak with you. We've we've heard so much about you. And hopefully it's not all bad. Um no, not all of it. Not all of it. You <laughs> mean some of it <laughs> <laughs> No, of course not. Just just joking. How are you yeah, this this fabulous evening?
7: Quite terrified. I've never been on a radio before.
2: Wow, I, I beat Zoe for even having you on air. I'm kind of impressed with myself.
6: We popped your radio cherry. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
7: that is
2: interesting. <laughs> so you've just begun to date Miss Zoe Balls, yes? Oh, um, well, am nearly half a year now. Oh, really God. Funny. Time does fly.
7: Yeah, it does. Yes. I don't know where it went. I imagine I lost it somewhere.
2: Probably. But, well, you've been having such a good time that,
7: you know... Oh, definitely.
2: Mm. So, how did you meet Zoe? Well,
7: yeah, we uh, go to a club called Mystics, and, well, the office is there. will come on to SOP one day, and um, been going there since.
2: Fabulous. That's so, what do you think of Zoe? Mm. Oh, uh... <laughs> That's perfect, of a nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was so there's so much of
7: nice things to say about her, it's
2: just hard to get into English. True, true, true. So are you from that area uh, as as she is? Or are you from oh um,
7: well, yes, I've lived about three miles down the road, but it's not the nicest area of England.
2: No, no. And you are also transgendered?
7: Uh, yeah, but not quite as far
2: along as though. years yet, no. though. Are you headed in that direction?
7: Oh, yeah, but let's say she's on about stage five. I'm on about stage minus two.
2: Oh, uh, well, that's perfectly okay. It doesn't matter where you are, just as long as you are. Yeah. Oh. So you did you um, grow up with that mindset that you were transgendered?
7: Oh, well, yes. I do know that's what it was back then. I just I was being a bit strange, really. 'Cause yeah, when you're the only boy in nursery school playing with dolls,
2: you do think um something's a bit different. Indeed well, we all know how that is. Mm-hmm. So so <laughs> let's see I I think Zoe wanted us she to embarrass look. her, so I'm trying to think of, of interesting embarrassing questions.
7: Well uh, she's laughing quite a bit at the moment actually.
2: I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure she's batting her eyes. I heard you liked my impression of her earlier. <laughs> yes, that was rather amusing. I thought it was spot on. Yeah, pretty good.:
6: <laughs> It is spot on.: Yes I've, yeah, heard, yeah.
2: I've, I've heard you've been on uh, well, you've not been on her show, but on on video on the last few shows. Yeah, yes.:
7: Well, sat behind her just like um, thought,
2: Ooh, Yes, you were the potted oh, plant of Zoe's and bits like and that. pieces.
7: A bit nicer looking than a positive plant, don't you? Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my. Vanilla? Any, I, don't, any,
7: I don't need watering that often, either. Tr-
6: <laughs> so, so what's a typical day like with the infamous Miss Zoe?
3: Yeah.
6: Well, uh,
7: so it quite often involves swearing when the uh, print stop isn't working well. Oh. Well, when her job goes <laughs> bad or something like that. Or you get an annoying customer in.
2: True, because she is involved in in the technical world, and there's a lot of swearing there.
7: Yeah. Well, yes, in the other half, I don't normally understand what
2: it means. (laughs) True, true. So you're not of that technical mindset?
7: Um, Compared to most people, I know more than, well, most of the people in Medway, but, uh, well, Zoe knows a lot more than I do.
2: She is very knowledgeable.
7: Yes, yes. And and
2: she wants to move her show to Sunday, so so you can get more time together. That's really nice.
7: Well, before we um, got together, she didn't really have anything to do with the Sunday, so, um, well, Sunday, Saturday night. But because we, like, found some clubs to go to now, it's just a had more convenient to move the show to Sunday.
2: True. You make it sound so, you know... Just something to do. It's it's a fabulous move. It's the great idea.
6: <laughs> it is. It means clubbing on Saturday night. Exactly.
2: Nights. And and a th- a three ring circus on Sunday night between her and right. Mac and I and everybody. It's just exciting. Yeah. Uh, so so what are you what are the type of things that you're interested in? Oh, um what am I? <laughs> as she turns to Zoe, what am oh, I interested I in, darling? <laughs>
7: Oh, uh, well, um, painting, playing the piano. Oh, you paint. Uh, what What do you paint? Oh, um, figurines from, um, historical battles.
2: Oh, wow. That sounds really good. I don't know if... Oh, I, just,
7: since I was a good painter, I just paint.
2: Oh, well, at least, as long as you just do it. That's, that's my yeah. theory. And you also oh. play the piano, like Beethoven?
7: Oh, yeah, Beethoven. I'm still learning fairly, um... I've finished uh, Moonlight Sinatra. Sinatra, that's it. Oh, Sinatra, that's it. oh hmm. however you say it. However <laughs> so it is. And uh, a bit of um, Mozart here and there, but otherwise, hmm.
2: they're still learning. You could work on a new theme song for Zoe. Oh, well, no, I'd
7: have to go with, like, oh, oh. Actually, mm. she doesn't have a theme the song, so just anything the would work.
2: might be a good one. Yes, true, mm-hmm. it would. It would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you'll have to help her with the new commercial, because she hasn't made a promo. She, her, her last promo was about moving to Saturday night, so I wonder if she's just going <laughs> to scratch that out and say, oops, no, not, not Friday, not Saturday. Now, it's on Sunday. <laughs> um, as well as, I haven't had time to make a promo. I like that. That.
7: <laughs> well, yes, we normally um, we just spend all our time
2: doing other things like not much <laughs> <laughs> There's the statement of the century for the entire world we spend a lot of time doing other things like not much
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I need to put that somewhere Vanilla Child, like write that the story down
6: story of my life but
7: it's very easy not to do anything. That's trouble.
2: It is, especially when you're together.
7: Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, when you've got a TV in front of your bed as well, that's
2: True, true. And I heard you have a cat.
7: Oh, yeah, he's right now sitting and staring at the mirror. <laughs>
2: that was a <an> entertainment <laughs> he's, st- he's staring at himself?
7: Pretty much. Mm. I don't know which one's going to move first, though. <laughs>
2: I'm just, I'm seeing a, a, you know, a personality, uh, a similar personality. among. I mean, I know Zoe likes to stare at herself. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Was that 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 screeching Zoe there? (laughs) I don't think I've ever got her to scream before.
7: Wow. Not much I can say to that.
2: Oh no! I don't know if you, that that should be a no comment for you. I'm
7: <laughs> I'm run off and look at a mirror now.
2: <laughs> well, you know, on stickam, it's basically a mirror.
3: There you
7: go. Oh well, yeah, we got
2: one, four mirrors in this room oh, plus wow. stickam. Is there one on the ceiling?
7: No, they we tried and it didn't quite work.
2: <laughs> 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 you tried. I hope no one was injured in the process.
7: Then. I was just thinking that. I don't know, uh, so he's I was laughing, so I think the
2: mirror might have been injured. It's a mirror. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're okay. The mirror. That's another story. Mm. Yeah. Um. um well,
7: what is it? Seven years
2: bad luck.
1: I think unless so. Unless it
7: lands, unless it lands on you, and then it's just then it's just
2: bad luck. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I broke a lot of mirrors as a child, and I would purposely walk under ladders and all that. So,
7: well, um, do you want to know? Do any of you know where the uh, seven years bad luck came from with mirrors? No, where? Romans. They used to believe that when you looked in the mirror, it was actually a part of your soul. So, if oh. you broke a mirror, you would break part of your soul. and oh. it took seven years for it to heal. How silly!
6: That is well, Yes,
7: but then again, when you consider mirrors were, you know, right. very, very rare back then.
2: Well, and they probably thought it was quite exciting, the whole mirror concept, because it, you know, that that is kind of mystical and magical.
7: Yeah. I mean, it's the same with, um, you knock over salt and you throw it over your shoulder.
2: Exactly.
7: That, back then, if you knock over salt, salt was extremely expensive. Ah. So it was very bad luck to actually knock over salt because you could be losing a couple of hundred
2: pounds of that. True. And and I still throw salt over my shoulder, actually. That I do.
7: Yes, and, well, first time I ever tried it, I actually hit fire. Turns <laughs> out salt does not go well with fire.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. You're very knowledgeable. This is good.
7: Well, it's, um...
2: Of course, I mean, I mean, uh, if, I if Zoe has chosen thing. you, you must have a a brain in your head. And as you may have heard, we only let people on this show who have brains in their head.
6: That's right.
2: All oh, right. All
6: uh,
7: well, right. That that rules my cat out then.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> cats are okay. Cats are allowed. So, what do you hope? Where where do, where do you where are you going with your life? And and.
7: Um, c- in small circles at the moment, but. Uh, <laughs> Not so yet. I'm thinking of a career change. I used to work as a carer, but it kind of got rather depressing. Mm.
2: Mm. And and uh, you and Zoe are going to like what? Get like White Picket Fence and and another cat <laughs> and mirrors on okay. the ceilings or what?
7: I don't. I don't think it's going to be White Picket Fence. Maybe a black one, but not white.
2: Oh, that's better. <laughs> Our listeners will be happy to hear that.
6: Black wrought iron. <laughs> Yes, um, dark oils above the door.
2: Oh, I, I'm coming over. I'm...
7: <laughs> well, this is a, like, this is like long-term, 30-year plan.
2: Fabulous. <laughs> Are you doing the, um, holidays coming up? There's, there's that Christmas thing and... Oh, dear. Do you do um, that? Do you participate at all?
7: Oh, uh, occasionally, like, opening presents and giving people presents and Are getting you... extremely bloated.
2: <laughs> Are you going to get Zoe a present?
7: Uh, well, I'm not going to say what it is yet.
2: Is it, is it? Can you give us a hint?
7: Well, no, because I haven't bought it yet. Oh. Zoe's it, very hard to buy for. It's got, like, um, many things I've been trying to buy her, but they're all, like, in the 120 range. So mm. I've got about
2: 110. I think I can think of a few things that she would like. And they're all really big and shiny. (laughs)
7: Yes, I was was thinking of, well, my idea was originally to get her a picture of a very nice necklace and just say, it's the thought that counts. (laughs) (laughs)
6: There
2: you go. That's probably a good idea. Well, I don't know how good Zoe would feel about that, but...
7: Well, by the look on her face, probably not.
2: Probably not, no. No, she needs something really, really shiny and Really large. I don't know. She must have a lot of. You're you're actually you get first hand um, investigator for us because you get to see how many how many clothes and jewelry she has. It, she must have quite a bit, especially jewelry.
7: Oh uh, well, as far as clothing goes, it's about two cupboards full, mm. and jewelrys so I kind of like lost interest after a
2: hundred. Mm. Yeah, I think she said once that if if someone were to ram into the building and, and her bedroom spilled out onto the street, it would be full of full of clothes and and shiny things
7: yes, yes, and especially when my clothes get here, that just don't be
2: interesting. I bet mm-hmm. you've got a lot as much as Zoe does
1: <laughs> Oh wow
2: how,
7: how long that buying clothing?
2: How long have you been uh, dressing and and going out in public, I should say
7: going out in public. Probably about three years now, Hmm. but dressing, I remember the first time was of course in primary school, and on and off since then.
2: And did you, have you come out to your family?
7: I've come out to half my family, the problem was my dad's side, so we say are a little bit on the homophobic side, so
2: Hmm.
7: I got a feeling they don't respond well to transgender.
2: I would uh, agree with that, yes. Hmm.
7: But uh, So I haven't told any of them yet, but yeah, yeah they're going to have to find out
2: sooner or later. Eventually, yes, but that's, that's always interesting and, and all that. But, you know, we do what we can. Yeah. It mm-hmm.
7: mm. could be worse.
2: It could be. I mean, you've, you've seemed to have a fabulous life, and now you've got a fabulous partner, and definitely great. a fabulous partner. Definitely. Oh oh. And and for the holidays, even though I don't really celebrate the holidays and I'm not really into that, I've I've come from that place and it's just so, so nice and fuzzy and warm and happy to be with someone oh, I, on these days.
7: I normally get a bit grumpy over the holidays, especially when they play the same music oh. over and over and over and then oh, you get visits up
2: there. I'm so glad that I don't have a television to hear all of this monotonous Christmas carol bullshit.
7: Yes, I mean, you would have thought, like, in the last... Why are they using Christmas singles from about two decades ago still?
6: Or they would
2: do something a bit more
6: new by now.
2: People never change. Ever.
6: Justin Bieber just did some Christmas music. Oh, true.
2: Thank God. Justin Bieber has added to the pot.
7: Well, I'm very sorry (laughs) to say I'm not much of a fan of Justin Bieber.
2: you shouldn't be sorry at all
6: well he he can sing very well since his balls dropped (laughs) did you mean he could sing very well before well yeah he had kind of that you know Uh, high pitched girly voice he could hit those notes he has a little
2: trouble with it now but we did find out a few weeks ago that it was official his manager announced that Justin Bieber's balls had dropped oh lovely Yes, I know, and that's that's the kind of that's press imagery, release you get I, in America.
7: That's imagery I really did not need
2: in my head. Neither did any of us, but that's that's how much we didn't need it. We needed to share it with you as well. <laughs> and and the new year, I'm sure that you and, and Zoe will be clanking glasses and stuff. For, and um, stuff. Sorry. Clanking <laughs> glasses.
7: Um. Well, we haven't decided on New Year's yet. We might go to a little party somewhere, or might just watch TV, or we might just decide it's the end of the world or something, or I don't know.
2: True, because it is 2012. It's supposed to be the end of it. Well, yes, again. Again. How many ends of the world have we lived through? Quite a few, yes.
7: Well, if you count the Jehovah's Witnesses, about three. If you remember the millennium, that's for number one.
1: Right.
2: There's
7: a few other cults who are always saying it's the end of the world. In fact, there was, a priest. there was a priest down my high street who said it was the end of the world. And then when it wasn't the end of the world, he held out a note saying, uh, sorry, end of the world next year almost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that pastor, the, the, the minister in California that we've kept uh, everyone up on the last year, who every month it was the end of the world and then... Now, finally, he's just decided he's, he's a bit off and he won't be announcing um, that anymore. Have
7: period. you ever heard about an event called the Great Disappointment? No, <laughs> I, I don't
2: believe we have, officially.
7: Well, well, uh, there was a period in 19, 1852 where there's a religious cult, you could say, and mm. they you know, were saying it's the end of the world. And really, it was a big thing. A lot of people believed them. I think it was about half of the United States, believed them, almost. Mm. And when it got to the end of the world, people sold off their possessions and, um, you know, all stood out waiting for the end of the world to happen, and then it didn't. And that was called a great disappointment.
2: (laughs) I think (laughs) we've had a few great disappointments. We need. Yeah, we just need over to start, the last few months. We need to start labeling them. You know, the great disappointment of two thousand eleven, of two thousand twelve, well, and so forth. In
7: comparison into half the world expecting something to happen and then it doesn't, I think other disappointments are a bit minor in comparison.
2: Exactly. Uh, do you watch a lot of um, U- the UK's Big Brother? Oh God, no. No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. I, I- I, I'm not brother. I do, but <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I was thing. I was going to say who well and who is your least favorite UK celebrity of any not just the Big Brother, buddy, just just anything.
7: I'd have to say uh, Kate Price.
2: Okay. Just checking. I'm always keeping up with things over there cuz I like your people. <laughs> your your TV is better than ours, I think. And that's probably sad. I
7: mean, mean, we're quite lucky you get both the left and the right view on one channel.
2: Yeah, yeah, we have special channels for each.
7: Yeah. Well, could be worse. I mean, at least you actually get opinions on your channels. I mean, uh, what do you get in, um, say, Afghanistan? Probably not much of an opinion.
2: True. Uh, Frankie D in wildbunchchat.com wants to know what town you were born in.
7: A uh, place called Chatham.
2: Chatham, yes. He says you sound like, you have an accent of his grandmother. Oh, dear. That wasn't like a grandmother. That was of, a, of his no, grandmother.
7: Um, no, even, even where I come from, people keep on asking. I've had people ask me, am I from boarding school or am I from the posse area? Because I just, mm. they always always they speak a bit posse than most people in my area.
2: Yeah, I you have well. Every time I interview another person from over in that area, it's a different accent every time. I have not run out of I accents you, yet.
7: It's actually quite surprising how many different accents we have for such a small place.
2: It is, because every everyone on my show from Europe so far has had a different accent, and That's funny. And, and only two have matched. Because Zoe's different, and then but um, Jody. Fierce and uh, Stacey Novak from Transliving, they both sound the same. But the rest of you, very well, unique. Yeah.
3: Well,
7: to have a um, change of accent, you only need to go about 20 miles down the road and you're in Essex, and they speak quite differently.
2: Amazing. Normally a
7: bit more simply. Hmm.
2: Fascinating. Well, Mac Danger has arrived in chat, which means it's, it's almost time for Silent Radio, so we'll have to say goodnight to you. Oh, Good night. And it was very nice night. talking to you. And nice talking to you, too. And, and give Zoe a big hug and a kiss for us. Yes. I'll probably
3: a
6: little bit
2: more than that. Well, you could oh. give her that, too, for us.
6: Yeah. <laughs> you can give her that for yourself. The hug and the kiss for us will do fine.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, give her it all for us. I think it should all be. Here. At least I once. i see the look on her face. I bet. So. <laughs> <laughs> This is for Vanilla Child. Yeah. <laughs> for and this is for D. Oh, okay. I don't
7: that imagery in
2: my head. Yes, and on that note of imagery, I will t- we will talk to you later, Alessa. Bye. bye Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Bye, Alyssa.
7: And that
2: was Alessa, Zoe's girlfriend, new girlfriend. Well, I guess not so new anymore, but love of like six months or so.
6: It's been
2: a while. It's been a while on the Fabulous D show. Mac and Cheese are, are ga gathering their cream of wheat.
6: No, just Mac. Cheese has a gig tonight. Oh no
2: cheese. Okay.
6: No cheese.
2: Going a little lighter.
6: Yeah. Less. But it sounds like Mac says some new Yeah. Mac has some new stuff that he's got ready for us. It so. is.
2: This is his big I think this is the last show. Of the uh, 2011, because they're off next week. And then the next Sunday is actually New Year's. so
6: Yay! Uh, Can't wait for this year to be over.
2: <laughs> that should be... Um, the New Year's special is, is just discussing why everyone is happy that it's gone.
6: Yes, bring like, on 2012, please. I'd
2: be, intrigued. I'd be intrigued to know, but I feel much better about the year 2012. Just the numbers... Smoother, me too.
6: Smooth. I'm ready. Yes.
2: So next week, if you're still a a loyal listener, you should definitely tune in next week. Oh yes, we've got Nick Tyrant. Yes, from Iron Eagle, the Crude My My Special, Crude Christmas, on the Fabulous D Show. I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yes, me me neither and and he'll he'll answer the phone not saying that other people don't but <laughs> perhaps we'll have miss a- ruby breastnut on at a later date
3: perhaps
2: yes unless the beginning of the show just just scared her to death and she couldn't answer her phone so that would suck that would suck but well, it would be kind of i mean it's one of those things you know scare ruby breastnut i'd I would never thought I would scare Ruby breastnut <laughs> right exactly
6: you never know though
2: true, so thank you, vanilla child
6: thank you, d Thank you, everybody, vanilla. in chat. It's good to see you all it's
2: been a lovely evening. see you next week. see us next week on the fabulous d show Until then, stay. Semi safe, and you know, enjoy that holiday thing coming up. Or not, either way. It's the Fabulous D Show for December 18th, 2011. I'm the artist D that is Vanilla Child, and remember all of this and even other things is available at the artistd.com. iPodable, downloadable, everythingable, until forbid. The artistd.com. Good night, everyone. So what now? I think I want to go home. Me too. Well then, let's finish the shows and
3: go home.